And welcome to episode 40 of the Discussing podcast. Um, a special one today because over the last few days, um, the shocking news, I'm saying it's shocking, I think um, everybody knew it was coming, the sacking of uh, Bielsa at Leeds United um, and the incoming of Jesse Marsh. Uh, we've got Jandeep Singh from Leeds here, the, the Leeds United fan, and um, we'll get his views. Um, but first, what we'll do is we'll go over to London, to Melinda Singh, to introduce himself. Melinda Singh, the uh, Arsenal correspondent from here. Today, we're doing a special one where we'll be talking majority to Jandeep Singh and um, uh, Bharat Singh on their views on how uh, uh, Leeds and, and, and their potential downfall is looking. Right, thank you Melinda Singh. Um, Jandeep Singh, if you'd like to introduce yourself. Why Guruji Ka Khalsa, Why Guruji Ki um, yeah, so Jandeep Singh from Leeds. Um, the the I think I'm the one and only Leeds United supporter in your group, um, and and uh, yeah, here to be bombarded with um, your questions. But you know, go easy, man. I'm I'm still hurting after Sunday. So, so you're not like Val. You you don't support two three clubs, do you? Well, you know, what, where two three clubs do I support? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, why Khalsa? Why Singh? The Northern Correspondent, Liverpool fan. Um, I'm not like you guys, Brentford <laughs> Telege, um, Watford Telege, and you know, all these other clubs Telege, right? I'm just like Liverpool fan, champion. Um, I'm not sad after the events of this weekend because obviously Liverpool won the League Cup, record breaking nine times. Uh, you had um, to get that in. I had to. Yeah. But we're not I talking this about, about Leeds United, not Liverpool. Yeah, I was going to say we're not talking about good times, <laughs> isn't it? We're not talking about Suki. We're talking about Duck. <laughs> so <laughs> Duck Suk. We have to talk about both, man. Yeah, there, there, there has to be a balance. That's it. In in in, in the Duck, you remember Marad, so, so it's all, it's all as, well. As as someone close to me said today, um, my my loving niece said, um, "Without hate, you can't have love." Or was it the other way around? Oh. I can't remember what she said. But yeah. <laughs> Um, so I'm just uh, doing a little shout out there, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's let's get started. So Leeds United, um, Bielsa's gone, the savior, the messiah, the the next coming, whatever you wanted to call him, <laughs> gone. That's going to be a follow, isn't it, bro? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but no, some Leeds fans actually did think he was God. Going to take, yeah, going to take you. The- to, the stubborn to Champions League and everything. As, as they would say, no? The stubborn tactician, would you say he was stubborn in his ways where he played this expansive style of football and and really like held truth to himself and his philosophy? Yeah, totally. He he he, he was stubborn, but I'm saying that in in a in the politest way I can, right? Because he said in an interview after Liverpool loss that, you know, when he was questioned about, you know, why do you not change or why would you not want to change your tactics? And he openly said, look, this is how I play. This is who I am. And this is how it is. 
you know, this is all he knows, was I think what he said to the interviewer uh, yeah. with one of the articles that I did. That is the Bielsa style. That is just how he plays. And that is his ethos, his mentality. And you know what? You can't change that. So so as much as we, we all loved and, and we all still love at Leeds Marcelo Bielsa, he, you know, absolute utmost respect to him for getting us through the last three and a half years and getting us up into the Premier League. Because no other manager since 2003, 2004, when he went down, has been able to achieve what he achieved. Mm. And, yeah. you know, I have to start this conversation by saying absolute utmost respect to that guy. And no matter what's happened recently, he will always be loved by, by Leeds fans and, and myself. Were, were you fortunate enough to, to attend any games this season? And um, if not, even amongst your friends and family members that support Leeds United, did you feel that, that kind of hostility towards the manager or... Or was it more so that you respect what he's done? He's got you into the Premier League and he's kept you up a season. And, and uh, uh, now was it time for him to go respectfully? So, I mean, unfortunately, I, I had an opportunity to go to a game this season and, and, and I missed it because we had some business stuff going on. So I just couldn't make it. So unfortunately, yeah. I haven't been to a game. But um, but with all my friends and family who who support Leeds and they've got absolute admiration from even through everything that was happening, it was a case of head in your hands moment and and it was a, you know towards the end it was a bit bit, uh, bit oh my god kind of situation you know get yeah what's happening right now right yeah. but at no point did we have hatred towards Bielsa there was never ever an ounce of hatred there was frustration don't say me wrong. You know, we, we everybody could see these results were going south, but, yeah. but no, no one. I didn't think that he his job was at risk until he had this interview after the Liverpool game, yeah. where he said, "I can't change my style. This is who I am," and that's when I thought, "Oh no, if we lose against Tottenham, I thought to myself that that's not going to be board well at all." Uh, well, I mean, my my experience of like the league fans up here has been the, the same as as what you've just said. Um, they adore the guy. Um, and, yeah, everyone's got respect for him. Everyone's upset that, that he's gone. Um, but I think they've realised the time had come. Do you know? it's and, and like you say, after that Liverpool game, if the, the Tottenham match, he did if he'd have done something, and, yeah, they might have still lost, but if he'd have changed it up a little bit, maybe tried to be a bit more defensive, I think he might have been given a bit more time. But he went out yeah. and played exactly the same style again and got battered again. And yeah. that was it. It's just like, right, Banda, any change in the owner? Do you know what I mean? That, that, I think in that's fairness what to the guy, he's been hit, hit quite heavy. Like, if we look at how Leeds were playing last season, like, their heart and soul has been ripped out of them in... Calvin Phillips and Bamford, and I think we mentioned that your captain, Cooper. your captain Cooper had had had, had uh, been missing this season. Like Bielsa's not changed his style of football; it's evident. So, yeah. is it more so that his key man or key men have have gone missing throughout the season? That's been a, a detriment to to their league position. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I totally agree. It's not even my opinion. The stats say that we have won. Um, actually, the other way around, we've lost. Um, I think nearly seventy or eighty percent of our games when Calvin Phillips hasn't been playing. 
So without Calvin Phillips, he's like the central kind of pivot, you could say, in that CDM role where the whole team operates around. And yeah. if you haven't got someone fulfilling that role the way that Calvin Phillips does, you know, we haven't got the distribution then, we haven't got the quality passes then, we haven't got the solid defence in front of our defensive line. You know, yeah. he had such an important role. And, and and that really has been detrimental. And then you've mentioned Cooper, you know, as maybe people have criticised Cooper for not being great in the Premier League and he's more of a championship player. People have said that, but nevertheless, he was a leader. He could get yeah. that back line in line. He could sh- shout and people would listen. You know, so he had the command of the team. Um, and, and you mentioned Bamford. You know, our finishing this season has been diabolical. You know, and it's just, we 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 haven't been able to score. I don't remember a game scoring more than three goals. And there's only three goals. I think it was earlier in January. You know, before that, it was only two in a, in a game, if that. So we've struggled in all sections of the pitch this season. Look, Looking at your recent score lines, we're, we're talking... Some big ones, uh, emphatic wins. By you don't Liverpool, need to remind me, please. Manchester City, <laughs> yeah. But you well, know, what? That 20, shows 20 goals conceded that, in February, that, wasn't it? That's that record. shows me that there's a lack of leadership right there. And and your players, like your Bamfords, your your Calvin Phillips, your Coopers, they are leaders. And so, they are. this does constitute to, to the kind of performances that are coming out. Totally, um, totally. It's and, and it's not I don't blame Bielsa for for um being in the situation. Yes, I am frustrated that he didn't change it up a little bit, but I, I, I can't blame him for this. This is the you know, there's a number of different factors in this situation. There's not one thing that you can say is because of that that this has had this problem. Injuries have and it's not just been them three guys we've talked about. I don't know if you're aware, but at one point we had eleven injured first team players 11 okay so you know we've had a season where we've haven't had Rafinha for a game we haven't had not a game a few games Rodrigo's been Mm -hmm. out and we've had you know Pascal strike out Robin Robin Koch has only just come back from a long-term injury you know um you know we've had injuries throughout the pitch um I think even at the West Ham game where we won 3-2 remarkably um at one point, they were they were thinking they're going to have to call the game because our youngest sub on the bench was 15 years old. Wow. Okay, the youngest qualified sub on the bench was 15 years old, and you know, Bielsa didn't want to put that little kid in that position. It was Eddie Gray's grandson, I think, or, or grandnephew. Eddie Gray, uh, like that Leeds legend, right? The Leeds legend, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it was his son. He's a grandson called Archie Gray. Yeah. So this is the desperate situations we've had, and. And it's just been really unfortunate that we've um, been there. How, how do you predict an injury? How do you prevent an injury? How do you come back from an injury from a player? Everyone's different, right? You could call it the hand of God if you want. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, um, in regards to the injuries, something I wanted to ask. Do you think Bionas Bielsa, because Bielsa has come out publicly and said he prefers small squads. Yeah. And But with the injuries, should he have invested in January? Um, I mean, yeah. um, should what, he have invested in the right spots? Yeah, and yeah. Where, where should he have invested? So, so you know, when I, I'm not going to say Bielsa should have invested, I'm going to say the club 
because it's a club decision and, and that's the, the board's decision as well. And Bielsa has a, a, a factor in the, the decision-making process, without a doubt. But in that, you've got Victor Orta, the director of the football, you've got, Red, um, you know, the, the other management, Radrizani. They should have invested more in summer. Is Orta they the are, one that has started arguing with the fans? Yeah, yeah, Otto was one, yeah. So, so first of all, they should have invested more in summer. Okay, we we needed a a solid midfielder. We didn't need James, in my opinion. Even though James is okay, um, we didn't need him. Um, We needed more midfield and probably a bit of a stronger defence. But in January, 100%, we should have got in that defender. We should have got in a a midfielder or an attacker. And this, we were linked with so many people. I was reading reports yeah. of people down in South America, you know, from, from the Argentina sides. And and I think even a Uruguayan guy called Knight Hernandez, who was part of the, yeah. the, the uh, Uruguay team. You know, we were linked with so many people. Nothing materialised. And it was such a kick in the teeth. We needed them. What, would that be because of the board or was that because um, Bielsa saying, no, this is not who I want? You, you know what? I, I, I honestly can't answer that. I we, don't, we don't I know. Do not, yeah. Yeah, because it's so hard to tell what happens in them boardrooms, right? People yeah. might be saying it's Bielsa's decision because he wants a small squad. Yeah. But so other people might be thinking, well, you know, we 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 haven't had a great bit of luck with with January transfers. We had a, um, that player Kevin uh, John Augustin who came in from fr- a French team RB Leipzig, I think, uh, um, German team, uh, back in twenty twenty. And and he didn't hit it off at all, you know. And yeah. and and there's a whole court court case going on about that. So maybe they were thinking, let's save the money and take the risk and gamble and just hope that we get through this. And and that's a board decision. That's not Bielsa's decision, is it? No, you're right. You're right. I mean, the investment wasn't there. Um, it's it's just a shame. Look, living in Leeds, Leeds is a massive club, and I, I can yeah. feel your pain because I, for me, I don't want. Needs to go down personally. Oh, definitely not. Um, because it's good. It's good for the um, city. Yeah. Leeds, yeah, Leeds yeah. is a is a, is a one city. Uh, sorry, of one club city. Yeah. Um, unlike you know, like London, where there's the several clubs, Birmingham, several oh, clubs, and Liverpool. Yeah, Manchester. Manchester, you got, got two big clubs. Yeah, yeah, two massive clubs. Um, where you, you you've got a choice. Yeah. Everyone here in Leeds. Um. I'd say 90% of the people in Leeds are Leeds fans. Um, yeah. And, and it's it a real it's camaraderie really, there, yeah. isn't it? Like yeah, your, your own hometown supporting the hometown team, none of this like supporting other teams. So when people come in, it's great for, for, for the small town of Leeds. Um, small town of uh, Leeds. I was going to say, whoa, hang on a minute. We're not a small Listen, town, you know. Leeds, Leeds are like the third, right third or fourth biggest city in England. <laughs> well, you know what? Speaking on that, you guys, first season, only eight points off of top four. Fantastic yeah. achievement. 59 points last se- season. And testament to the players that you've had. You, you had uh, Rafinha looks like a quality player. Um, and... Hopefully there'll be a way for you to dig out of this um, shambles of a season so far. Um, I hope you don't don't Thank go you. down. Yeah. But but um, what 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 would your thoughts be on on the new owner? Uh, sorry, the new manager that's coming. It, it, it's all really hard to tell, isn't it? With 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 any new person coming into Phil Bielsa, a lot of us 
Leeds fans are, are feel like we're currently mourning. We're going through a grieving process right now by by losing. And seriously, it feels like that when, it, I, with all due respect to Jesse Marsh, it's not against nothing against him because we don't know him. I don't know him. Of course, but we'll be backing him because we're backing the team. You know, we're so yeah. so we'll support. He'll have our support, and I really, really hope he does amazing things. But the moment we're going through a bit of a grieving process where we actually feels someone described on Twitter, it's like losing your granddad. <laughs> you know, yeah. because yeah. you know what it was with Belsa, right? He didn't just give you football on the pitch. He actually brought, you know, humility to the game. He brought a, a complete factor that was away from the monetaristic, you know, a, a, a capitalistic world of football. He brought it down to the point where he wanted to play as a true man, a humble man. And he brought an honesty to the game that no other managers has ever brought. And that is what people loved. You could see Bielsa shopping in the local Morrisons in Weatherby, for example. You know what I mean? He lived above a shop. <laughs> yeah, humble was, man. I know it's, it's quite fitting that you use the word humble there. That is a humble kind of guy. And in his public persona, he was, you know, like he'd be, take photos with kids. He'd be out and about. And he didn't act like um, without, you know, like casting aspersions on anyone. He wasn't like a Mourinho who's going yeah. around full of ego saying, I'm the special, I'm the one. Full of pump. And, yeah. And yeah, full of pump, yeah. But then with his tactics and with his um, jid, his uh, stubbornness, do you think that's where his ego was? That actually I'm Marcelo Bielsa. I've been doing this a long time. I know what I'm doing um, and I'm going to stick to the way I'm playing. I mean, this season Leeds conceded 60 goals, haven't they? Um, mm. And in the league. Already and, at this stage, yeah. Yeah, and, they, and they've still got 12 games remaining. So do you think it was. Versus the last year, where they, where they yeah. only dropped 54 yeah. the whole season. Yeah. I, I mean, what, so do you think it was his ego was the downfall um, I, I, in the end? That's a really good question. That's really good. I, I, and I don't think it was his ego. You know what? Maybe if you look at the nub and the root of it from a very spiritual and philosophical perspective, then maybe it yeah. was ego. But you know, when when I look at it from from the outset, and and I'm going off the statements that he said in these news reports and stuff, he didn't know any other way to play. His philosophy was always that, and I don't think ever in his career he's had to do any kind of adaptation from his way of playing. So yeah. it, that's just not in him to change the way he plays. That is all he knows. Man-to-man marking, going full-on attack, going on the offense. He, he probably, I'm not saying that he doesn't know how to defend, but he he talks about how he wants to bring such a game as an entertainment to the fans where it's not boring drab where you're just defending, sitting back and you just try and control, you know, uh, you know, play between yourselves and waste time. He wants to see the entertainment factor. And I think that's his way of playing and that will that just won't change. And I don't think it's because he's saying, I'm Marcelo Bielsa, it's my way or the highway. I think right. it is genuinely, that is all he knows. That is just the way, because he wants to bring the passion to the game. He doesn't want to bring, he doesn't want to bring the money side to the game, but that's secondary to him. Again, I don't, I don't want to put a downer on things because <laughs> I, I like you, Jardim Singh, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> right, but... Um, as, as we're doing this, Burnley are currently playing Leicester. Yeah, I know. Don't tell and, me this, please. Don't. And and it's nil nil. It is nil nil. Oh, yeah, but, good. But 
Everton are currently now in the bottom three. They are. But looking at the table, Everton have played 24, 22 points. Burnley yeah. have played 25, 22 points. And Leeds are 16th, 26 games, 23 points. So uh, um, all it takes is Everton and Burnley to win, to win one of their games in hand. And it's Leeds in that relegation spot. Yeah, um, I know. And, and to be fair, Brentford have played 27 games, 24 exactly. points. So Leeds could win and they'll overtake Brentford. Um, yeah. So it's still a lot to play for. Um, with Jesse Marsh coming in, I know you've said you don't really know the way he plays. Do you think the, the new manager bounce? Because when, when, I, when I saw the Leeds players against Liverpool, um, and then against Tottenham. And Rafinha has been a shining light for Leeds this season amongst all the injuries. Yeah. But even he looked forlorn. Do you know, he yeah, looked yeah. down. No energy. Yeah. He looked hard. Yeah. And they all are. New, yeah. And, and he was the one that was the one that was putting in the effort. And now it seems like he had finally given up as well. Yeah. Do you think what I'm trying to say is do you think the players will be uplifted with Bielsa going? Because there was a massive outpouring, right, when he left. The, the players were really behind him. And like you say, it's totally. like the grandfather losing a the grandfather. Yeah. They were really emotionally attached to the guy. Do you totally. think they can pick themselves up for Jesse Marsh and get this new manager bounce and pick up a few results? Do you think the players have got it in them? Yes, I, I think they do. I think, that, I think they can and I think they will. Um, and I think that because the club to a lot of them matters a lot. I'm thinking about the stalwarts like Dallas, Luke Ayling. I'm thinking of like even Bamford when he gets on, Calvin Phillips when he gets on, they're going to play for their life because all they know is Leeds United. Leeds United has supported them through thick and thin. Adam yeah. Forshaw was on injury for two years. Leeds didn't let him go. They supported him. Bielsa brought him back. He's probably been one of our most regular midfielders yeah. that we've had, Adam Forshaw. And he's not great, but he's he's a veteran. He, you know, he's a stalwart for us. So, so two things you mentioned, Jesse Marshall players. So first of all, with the players, they are beaten. Their confidence is zilch yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> I, you know, I tried to put myself into their shoes on Saturday when they lost Tottenham. 40,000 people in a stadium watching you lose 4-0 again, you know, after losing 6-0. You know, you must be heartbroken. You don't know where to put your face. Do you know what I mean? And all you can do is look around at fans looking at you saying, come on, come on. They must be so demoralised yeah. through that game. So that's going to have a massive psychological impact on their game, right? And then if you now look that Bielsa's gone, now they're going to be grieving on top of the fact that you know, they're going through all that negative emotion. Yeah. Now they're thinking, we've lost the guy who's put us in this position. What are we going to do? So Jesse Marsh came in yesterday. I have to give the man a bit of credit. His, his uh, um, interviews were very humbling uh, in terms of respect for Bielsa, respect for Leeds, respect for the fans. He understands where we all are, how we feel. And, and I think that was good of him to actually take that into consideration. Uh, and I, I am actually quite excited. I, I did. I have seen his style of play at Salzburg. He won the double twice at, at, at RB Salzburg in Austria yeah. um, a couple of seasons ago. Um, and I know he had only a short tenure at um, Leipzig. 
But his style of play, he confesses, is very similar to Bielsa's because he's been follow, following Bielsa for a while. Well, so that's he's it. aggressive, he's on the case, but the difference is he doesn't do man-to-man marking. So he so because right. teams have this season, teams have sussed out. The teams yeah. know how to play against Leeds, they know yeah. how to pull your man out, pull the other man out, get a ball in, and off you go. They know how to do that. Whereas you know, with with zonal marking, your man stays in that zone and they can look after that area of the pitch, right? So it's going to be different. It's going to be interesting. So what I see, what I hope, or what we're going to see is a hybrid of Bielsa-style aggression and, and pressing, but with a bit of better defending through zonal marking. So I'm hoping Jesse Marsh can bring that confidence back to the players, say, this is how we're going to do it. Give them some confidence that they can do this. And, and I really hope to see some results. Well, I mean, talking of results, I mean, your next three games, um, you've got Leicester on Saturday away, and Leicester are not in the best of form at the moment. You've got True. Then you've got Villa at home on Thursday, 10th of March. Um, and Villa, they've, you know, with Gerard coming in as well, they had their new manager bounce, but they, you know, lost their way a little bit recently. And then, Really, it's the big one, isn't it? It's Norwich. Um, so yeah, we we had games. What I was going to say is possibly, probably, it was the right time for Bielsa to come in. If you are looking for the the so called new manager bounce, (laughs) it's not against you know like City, Liverpool, yeah, Tottenham. You know, you've got those out the way that you probably weren't going to win. You know, realistically. Get that out of the way now. That's it. Start fresh with games that's that you could fresh. possibly pick up. Leeds could quite easily pick up nine points there. Yeah, you know. they could. And, and, and that's a really fair point you said there. Our our fixtures haven't really be, been to our favour this season either. You know, we, our opening game was Man United. You know, come on. <laughs> and and we've played. We've now played all the top top six teams. We're done apart from Man City. So we've yeah. played them all and we're done. Our race for this final third should be quite, I'm not saying easy, but easier in relative terms. Yeah. So you, you're absolutely right. We could still pick up a lot of points. And I'm looking at the results from the table. Burn, uh, less have just scored against Burnley. So Right, so that that's well, everything's helps. turning uh, good for you. Well, already. I won't say everything's turning good. <laughs> <laughs> but it helps. Every little, every little helps. Every yeah. little helps, yeah. Yeah. Just right. a quick one. On on Jesse Marsh, him being a, a, an American native, does that language barrier play a part in in ultimately Bielsa's downfall, not speaking great English? Would you, nah. would you say would you say Je- Jesse Marsh has an advantage being able to speak fluent English? Because <laughs> he's got an American accent, and people compare him to Ted Lasso. <laughs> <laughs> Ted Lasso can say I believe I'm sure Jesse Marsh <laughs> but but you know what seriously guys I don't think that's um that's that that's quite right actually because look at what he's done with his language barrier in three yeah. and a half years you know the results speak for themselves he's got us back into the yeah. Premier League we finished ninth last season language I, I, I think a- that I think that was just um certain parts of the media trying to yeah. cause they or make, are. A, make a story stir, stir they're just staring man it's like yeah. <laughs> yeah put a bit of masala in the curry and you're done yeah. so what, what, what's next for Leeds then what, what, what do you uh, in summary feel 
Is there so, is there life after Premier League? Uh, do you think you could worst case scenario if you did go down, kick on um, the following season and and quickly get back up into the Premier League again, or I, is that not I even? even a, a... I haven't even thought of that, mate. Um, okay. That that hasn't even crossed my mind at the moment. It's all positive thoughts to survive. Um, oh, we'll, we'll cross that bridge if we have to cross it later. But right now, it's about looking at the games, like uh, Balaraj talked about. You know, the, the next few fi- fixtures coming up. Focus on them, energy on them. Just push the team to really, really win them games. They're important. Excellent. Right. Well, I think we'll um, wrap it up there. It's it's been brilliant talking to you, Jandeep Singh. Um, Thank you for having me. Even even though we live in the same city, we hardly get to see each other nowadays. Yeah, I know. Um, maybe the Keithton class is starting back up again. We'll get to to see you at the Gurdwara again. Um, get to do your darshan, man. That'll be awesome. <laughs> no, I get to get to do yours, man. Honestly, it's always brilliant. Um, just sitting down, having a chat with you um, about just anything, really. And um, and it was nice seeing you as well, Melinda. Singh. Right. It was all right that it was all right that you were here. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> no, but um thank you once again for coming on. Thank you, Melinda Singh. Um, and just before we go, I'd like to say thank you to all our listeners for listening to the podcast, making us um as popular as we are. Remember to like, share, and comment on all our content, whether it's on Instagram, Twitter. Um, and listen to the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, or wherever you listen to our podcast from. Um, thank you once again. And we hope to um, speak, well, present you with another podcast soon. If there's anything you want to talk about, yeah, if there's anything you want to talk about, please get in touch. Um, either via Any Instagram, hot topics Twitter. you'd like us to cover, yeah. or, or, or even whatever, if you want just... to come on, if you want to come on, we always say it by all means. Just messages and you can come on. Um, it's not an exclusive place just for us guys. It is, we set this um, podcast up for you guys to have a voice. Um, football, sick football fans to come on and discuss what they feel they need um, to talk about. So, yeah, more than welcome, anyone. And once again, thank you to everyone. Thank you, listeners. And see you soon. Wahi Guruji Ka Khalsa. Wahi Guruji Ka Khalsa. Wahi Guruji Ka Khalsa. Wahi Guruji Ka Khalsa.